You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, before we start, happy 4th of July. Let me tell you about Dodge. Heat up your summer at the Dodge 4th of July sales event. Show off a little muscle with the Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger and leave everyone else envying your beach bod. Come in now for the Dodge 4th of July sales event and see why so many are joining the Brotherhood of Muscle. Let me tell you about some of these cars. The Dodge Charger is up to 300 horsepower and 30 miles per gallon. The Dodge Challenger, it's the most affordable V8 in its class. The Dodge Journey, the most powerful three-row all-wheel drive vehicle in its class. And the Dodge Durango, the most powerful SUV with all-wheel drive availability in its class. Join the Brotherhood of Muscle at the Dodge 4th of July sales event and get a great deal. Hey guys, welcome to Castrol CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. We've got Goldberg on the phone. Uh, it sounds like you were driving a Hellcat. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? Well, yeah, supercharging just kicked in. <laughs> doing great. Uh, you know, before we get started, I'm going to tell you about JB Weld. It's a proud new sponsor of CarCast. Uh, this epoxy-based adhesive brand is used by both pros and experienced DIYers. It can be found at retailers everywhere, including Home Depot, Walmart, and Amazon. All right. So, Goldberg, you've been out there uh, uh, hitting up some events, and uh, I've got some updates on the on the cars, your cars, my cars. We've got a lot going on. Uh, man, you uh, did you go to this uh, Nitto event? It was like a like a like an enthusiast experience event. I forgot what it's called exactly, but uh, what happened there? Oh, you know, uh, our wonderful friend Richard from Magnaflow, uh, you know, spoke with the Nitto people. Nitto, uh, our wonderful company, providing me with some uh, skins for the for the demon and. Uh, you know, they basically gave me a challenge to come out and, uh, if I wanted to, uh, see if I could blow the tires off of the thing. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, uh, the problem with that is, is cleanup. Um, that's my <laughs> issue. And fortunately, uh, with the 3M wrap, uh, protective wrap, that helped a bit. And, uh, I had the daily visual, the guys who threw my wraps out there. And, man, we had, I don't know, you, you could pull quarter size, uh, uh, chunks of uh, rubber off of my inner fender, and uh, with this with this wrap, I, I was amazed it just wiped off. So it, it's not gonna it's not gonna make me go out and do burnouts every five minutes, but it surely uh, it's not gonna not a lot make of, you do it. <laughs> yeah, but you know it it, it it's a hu- it was a huge. I had never done a big burnout in the demon, and that's the reason why because I just didn't want to deal with the cleanup. Yeah. Or did I want to put put the blue tape on the car? So but what? At the end of the day, you know, it's uh, it, it was painless, and I'm grateful for them bringing that product out. What was the event? It was just an enthusiast event. It wasn't open to the public. I don't think it was a vendor event, and uh, it was outside of uh, Angel Stadium. And uh, I got a couple rides in uh, the Drifter car, and then the. Uh, the trophy truck, and that was uh, a very entertaining 
trip for myself. And uh, then afterwards, I had to go out in the demon and do whatever I wanted to. So let's just say that uh, I didn't want to be completely emasculated by the guys, especially with, with actually more horsepower than they were running. And uh, I had to go out and uh, make a little smoke, man. It was a lot of fun. It was the, the start of a great day. We, we ended up throwing out the first pitch of the Padres game later. But that event, that enthusiast event, it, it was killer, man. The best thing about those is you go out and you get uh, – it gives you an opportunity to, to see a bunch of cars and, and get a bunch of ideas. Now, what, what's the current setup on, on the Demon, then? What's the wheel tire package? Are you running the HREs with the, with the squared setup or, or – did you go back to uh, the stock setup? Like, what's what's currently on there? No, the uh, I don't know where we are on the update on Project Jackhammer, but you know we kind of uh, slammed the emergency brake on it. We're 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 going a different way. Um, the reality is that if I would have gone against all the technology that these guys have been working so hard on, on, on you know prior to getting that demon out. Um, and to try to make it a road course car, I, I would fall way short in my uh, in the performance because we wanted to do bolt-on parts. And you know, every every time we ran into an issue, it was because of the computer. And I don't want to start turning things off that these guys have worked so hard to uh, to actually get installed in these vehicles. And it's a specialty car, and, and it was kind of i don't say want to say it was ignorant but you know hey as a car owner and uh you have the opportunity to do a lot of different things and, and, and it was a it was a lofty goal but at the end of the day um we're going to we're gonna go true with that car i that setup is, that we have right now is still the hre nitto package um squared all the way around 315s but uh we're gonna we're gonna pay homage to the past i'm gonna uh drag pack it i'm gonna do the same tire wheel setup that they have on the drag pack cars from year for a couple of years ago, and uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a quarter mile car, and then the uh, sixteen Hellcat uh, Challenger that I've got it's going to be sent out very very soon, and uh, we're going to make a slammed uh, road course car with that and uh, go out and have some fun. Right, I got you. So we touched on this a bit uh, when we were down at the HRE Wheels Open House was. Uh, we were just running into difficulties on turning a demon into a corner carver. I mean, the more you got into that car, you more you realized all the subtle differences on making that a street strip car. It's not as similar to a Hellcat as you would think. Like the brakes yeah. are different, suspension's different, the calibrations on the shocks are different, and just like uh, the tune is different. It's just like when you got into that more and more, you realized how different it was, and then you kind of. We were talking about it. You were like, you know what? It, it this isn't just a tweaked up Hellcat. This is the Demon is more special than than we even thought because of the amount of engineering that went into it from the factory. So the thought would be, all right, let's pump the brakes a little bit here. Maybe let's keep this Demon as a street strip car, and let's take the Hellcat that you already have, which you, you thought about selling at one point because you, you weren't sure what you were going to do with it, and you have the charger, yep. and you're like, you know what? I have it already. It's kind of a corner carver to begin with. It's a great street car, so why not just turn that up to 11. So the demon's going to go back to demon, but you're actually going to amplify it. You're going to amplify the street strip performance of it. And then the Hellcat is going to be more of your your road race, you know, autocross 
car because it's already going that direction. That car already has the bigger brakes and stuff on it, right? Yeah, and you know what? And then, you know, uh, everything was was all honky-dory, as my father would say. <laughs> and Dodge comes out with the red eye. So thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And, oh, you know, today there might be some news about a 426 Hemi. So, I, you know, when these guys put stuff out and I head towards the dealership, and by the time I get there to start ordering it, they've come out with something else. I know. There's no so way... There's no way you could get ahead of that. Like, they're in the business of selling these things. So you kind of just just pick a project and commit to it, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, pick a project, commit to it, <laughs> and, and adapt, adapt and overcome along the way. But, you know, and, and I've read all the boards, and people can bitch and moan all they want. But at the end of the day, whoever would have thought in 2018 we'd have the choices that we have? And because of that... Hey, it's a wonderful day. It's not a bad day by any means, you know, that you have too many things to choose from. So, uh, hey, I'm uh, on my way to the dealership right now. I'll be the first guy uh, uh, down here to get a red eye. So, what the heck? <laughs> so, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, of building street trip cars, I'm starting to get some more information about our, our deal that's coming up at Roadkill Nights in August. And uh, we're committed to doing a live car cast show there. So we're going to do that there, Roadkill Nights at uh, – uh, August 11th, it's Saturday, it's, it's, it's at um, the Woodward Dream Cruise. I guess it's the weekend before the Woodward Dream Cruise. They've got a whole bunch of things going on. I had no idea. Uh, Leah Pritchett, Matt, uh, 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 a bunch of the drag racers that are going to be there. There's, just, there's a whole bunch of things um, uh, going on. So we're we're going we're gonna to get to drag race in front of pros? Boy, that's emasculating. Well, so what they told me was... Uh, you know, there, yeah, Leah Pritchett and Matt Hagen are going to be there. Um, there's a whole bunch of other, there's like a, a motocross, freestyle motocross show that's going on. There's basically drag racing going on uh, through the day. There are thrill rides that begin. There's dyno testing, things that's going on. And then they have what they call the celebrity shootout drag race. Now, we're able to participate in that if we want to. We can do some sort of drag race or or we can get into the, to the whole shootout and... Uh, They've got uh, uh, David Freiberger from Roadkill and Mike Finnegan, Leah Pritchett, Matt Hagen, <laughs> Richard Rawlings, Christy Lee, uh, and then you and I. So it would be sort of a, 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 a process of elimination. Like two guys would go down and then winner moves to the next level, moves to the next level. And, and I think we have to kind of work out timing and schedule stuff for the day. But, uh, but we're on that list. We're invited to do that. I'm told they are Challenger Hellcat wide bodies. That will be, yeah. but that will be drag raced. And uh, uh, between you and me, I wouldn't mind going out there and kicking the shit out of Richard Rawlings. <laughs> yeah, between you and me and everybody else listening, I think uh, that's the one to go for for sure. I right? think uh, he's got a big bullseye on his head. And, like as long as I can beat that guy, I could care less about everybody else. I say God bless him, let him. I, I I'd be proud to to take a beating from any one of these other people, you included, my friend. But uh, Richard Rawlings is not going to beat me on the drag strip. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, no, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, we're already one ahead of him because uh, if you go to Goldberg ninety five or if you go to Goldberg's garage on instagram uh, you'll see that i taught him how to do a burnout oh really <laughs> oh fantastic good so now he does those all the time i guess um 
Uh, and he did some kind of drag race with the with the roadkill guys at some point, and uh, I don't remember how that turned out. But um, <clears throat> all right, so it's I want to all hear- fun and games, man. Uh, yeah, it's all you know, fun. look, I can't, a, I can't wait. It's it's a good crew. Uh, you know, you and I have to talk offline and make sure we can get all this done in a day. And still, I know you're filming your TV show. You're you're doing uh, season two of Knife or Death. Uh, so, you know, if we can get in and out of there uh, in, in basically a day or maybe stay the night and get, get on planes and come back, uh, we'll make it all work. But it sounds like a great event. Um, I'm happy to work with um, the guys at uh, Motor Trend and, and Roadkill and Dodge on that thing. Um, hey, tell, you tell, what, me about your, tell me about your – how's your car doing? I, I, I'm going to tell you. It's been, it's been a crazy weekend. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Continental. If you think about all of the weird things we find in cars, and I'm not talking about your garden variety, petrified French fries or melted crayons. I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that makes you just wonder about, folks. Well, another thing that will make you wonder, but in a good way, are Continental belts. Bet you didn't know that they're OE on tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on a majority of BMWs and VWs. Now, Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series, belts that are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has the OE Technology Series belt for 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. So, hey, you get enough surprises working on your cars and trucks already. I know I do. All weekend I did. A belt shouldn't be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V. This is your serpentine belt, by the way. The belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story... Visit OETechnologySeries.com. That's OETechnologySeries.com. All right. So we got into that. And then, uh, by the way, it's just a quick shout-out to these guys over at uh, uh, Veloci. Uh, or Veloci? Veloci. Let's say Veloci, like my Alfa Romeo. These guys started a new apparel line. They sent me a cool T-shirt, and they did it in the shift and steer colors. Uh, I appreciate that, guys. They've got a new uh, – this is a – I love startup companies, so this is a brand-new startup company. Uh, I think it's Veloci-LTD.com, Veloci Limited, basically. So check those guys out. They're trying to sell some T-shirts, support those guys. They work full-time jobs. They sell T-shirts on the side. So uh, thanks for the shirt, guys. Um, Okay, so I, as you know, I uh, I got into uh, I got into the BMW M3, right? Well, first off, you know I was driving the Alfa Romeo. All this work done on that car, suspension, everything done. The guys at Cheap D Technic did a great job for me. Uh, I got it back. I drove it for two days. The air was cold, and then it's not cold anymore. So now there's some kind of leak or something because uh, that's that's the way these cars work. First of all, I'm surprised it's an Alfa Romeo where the air even works to begin with. But uh, it worked for a beat, and now uh, the car is great, but um, the air stopped working. So I pulled out the uh, the M3. And you heard this story like I went – I was going on a date uh, downtown L.A. and the supercharger <laughs> seized up on the way down there. So here I am. The car's broken on the side of the road. I'm calling an Uber. I was like, forget it. I don't want to be late for my date. I'll just Uber over there. Just leave my car here. Uh, so I did. I, I left it there uh, somewhere in downtown L.A. and I went on my date, which uh, which was uh, – it was okay. I don't think there's going to be a second date, but whatever. <laughs> the date only God cost almighty, man. <laughs> These cars. 
so when afterward, I went back to the car and I was like, man, this, this supercharger, I think, is completely seized up. Something's wrong. I cut the belt off and I fired up the motor and it fired right up. So what happened was is some kind of oiling issue or something with the supercharger and it just completely locked up the bearings. Like you can't turn it by hand. The motor, the engine in the car could not spin this blower. So when you tried starting it with the belt on, with the blower belt on, now the blower belt is a separate belt from the rest of the accessories. So cutting the blower belt off doesn't affect anything else. This one has a separate belt. The the engine in the car could not turn the supercharger at all, even under in, in, intense pressure. Like it, it, it was completely seized. So when I turned the car over, the car was literally trying to slip the belt around the pulley and would just squeal loud if it can get it done. It was stalling out. It was putting so much load on the engine. So I cut the belt off. It fired right up. I saw that the supercharger was locked. So I brought it back to the shop. And what I realized is is the oiling system on the supercharger. This is an aftermarket kit that, uh, you know, when Adam bought the car, some guys did a, uh, they, they, they use it as an R&D car and they developed their supercharger kit. I don't know how, what their new kits look like. They're still in business, but the, the gears in the Vortex supercharger and your pro charger, anything that's not a self-contained supercharger, it, it works much like a turbo where there's a nozzle and it's it, it it goes to your basically your your oil pressure sending unit and the the nozzle sprays oil onto the gears into the supercharger and then at the bottom of the supercharger there's just a drain uh, hose and it just uh, gravity feeds its way back down to the oil pan you either tap the oil pan or go to the dipstick or something so uh, uh, anyway there um I found that the oil feed line was on the bottom of the supercharger next to the oil return line. So what was happening was is, uh, is it, it's trying to shoot oil up onto the gears and it's probably not even reaching the gears and oil is kind of pooling up in the bottom of the supercharger before it can get high enough to leak out. So it had a puddle of oil in it, but nothing really touching the gears. So it was kind of odd. So now the supercharger comes with different ports and why they put it down below, I don't know, maybe just to make it look clean or whatever. So um, you can kind of picture this in your head, right? So the supercharger looks like a, like a, like a turbo. It's like a, like a, like a belt spun turbo basically um so i moved i got a new supercharger from vortec while i was there i upgraded from the v2 to the v2 ti i mean why is why not right why not do a little upgrade and uh it has, a, it has a little bit larger inlet in it so a little more air in more air out right so what i did is is i moved the super uh the oil feed line to the top of the supercharger and you guys can check out my instagram at motorator or, or any of my social media and you'll see the video up there I moved the oil feed to the top. It has the nozzle on the top. I made a braided line. I did a black braided AN fitting, made it all nice. Um, double checked that oil was flowing through it. And then I hooked up my return line. And then on the return line, you want to make sure that the line doesn't come off the supercharger, then up over some accessory and back down because it's grab, excuse me, because it's gravity fed. It needs to kind of get a straight shot down. And uh, that was one of the other things I looked at. So anyway, 
uh, I, I, uh, I chopped away on the brackets to make it work. Um, there was an issue with the brackets uh, uh, and got the new supercharger mounted. Uh, it took, I don't know, like 11 hours to, to, to test fit everything and make AN lines and get it all to work. Um, but I fired it up and it's, it's, it seems to be running good. But I kept smelling fuel this past week, and I looked underneath the car. This You're going to find this hilarious. Uh, I looked underneath the car, and I kept finding fuel underneath the car. And I was like, that can't be good at all. I could put it up on the lift. I just hit the key just to turn on the fuel pumps, and fuel was shooting out. Imagine like a pinhole in your garden hose, and, it, and your hose is shooting water like three feet in the air like a, like a, like a thin stream. <laughs> My fuel line was doing that. I was like, this is insane. I'm going to catch on fire. I'm going to die here. I went underneath the car, and what we found was the fuel line was teed off. So there was a third line coming off of it. And what it looked like was when they frig- originally were, was working on the car, they teed off the fuel line, and they were going to run another fuel line to a second set of injectors on my air-to-water intercooler. Underneath oh that God. manifold, there was, there's, there's bungs for injectors that have been filled. So it's like, oh, they were going to run a second set of injectors. They decided not to. They left the fuel line teed off, and then they just stuck a, a gold zinc grade eight bolt in the line and clamped it. That's how they plugged the line. They jammed a bolt Beautiful. in. Beautiful. The T was plastic. It was a plastic T. So when they put the clamps on the hoses, it just crushed the plastic and cracked it. And I, I guess just heat cycling after a while and just being there for probably 15 years – uh, that thing finally gave up, uh, and it was just shooting fuel underneath the car. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound good. Oh, my God. I mean, the fuel line is on the driver's side, and because it's a straight six, the exhaust is on the passenger side. But if this was a dual exhaust, it would have been spraying right onto a catalytic converter. Yeah. I just, be I, I'd be dead. I, I, I feel like it probably wouldn't explode, but the pictures in my head are, are Robert De Niro and Casino when the Cadillac blows up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at the end of the movie, you find out he had like the metal plate. Trust me, I didn't have that on this M3. So the, uh, uh, the fuel line was, um, was insane, but it was easy to find. It was an easy fix. Uh, we put the, a new line on there, and uh, now no fuel leaks. The blower seems to be working great. It needs a little bit of tuning. I might be able to turn up the boost. And, and as here's the thing. I post this all the time as we're talking about updates, and I appreciate everybody commenting and asking questions. I love all of that. Uh, the question that I get all the time is, where are the bearings done? Right, That seemed to be a recall on the M3s. Where are the bearings done? The answer to that is yes, but not because of the recall. When, when they built this motor uh, with the supercharger for Adam you know, back in the day, it has a built motor. This engine has Clevite uh, uh, bearings in it. It has forged pistons. It's actually lower compression. And it has forged rods. It has a pretty much a bulletproof bottom end, which was good for me because when my supercharger locked and it basically shut down my motor, my motor was pretty much bulletproof to begin with. So there was no issues there. 
And uh, uh, so, yeah, bearings, rods, pistons, it's all done in this thing. The, the problem is, is when I cut the supercharger belt off, when I ran around in stock naturally aspirated mode, I was running with less horsepower than from the factory because I have a little bit lower compression. Now, the advantage is, is with the supercharger, I can run 16, maybe 18 pounds of boost. So uh, the before I got into this with the new supercharger and the new tune, I was already making 410 rear wheel horsepower. Uh, I think we can get uh, into the high fours in this thing. So um, we'll, we'll find out where to go on, on that. But that's basically the update on 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 that car. It's a uh, it's it's just it's just this constant battle of of fixing all these little mess ups. <laughs> And and I'm telling you, Bill, start with a new car like you're doing, buddy, because it, it's it. This goes back to exactly what you were saying. This is like the Demon is such a cool car, and you were starting to undo the cool stuff. So why not just enhance it, right? This I'm I spend more time undoing the 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 shit that was done to this car. Um, uh, but you know, I drove it here this morning, even though I need to dial in the tune a little bit more. Um, it's run better than it's ever run before. I'm guessing is because as I was driving with the old supercharger, the, the bearings were starting to go, and it was it was creating some drag on the supercharger internally. It was creating some drag, and I think that's part of the reason why it's been so difficult to tune. It's been erratic in tuning. You see these spikes and belt slipping and things like that. I think that was why. So now with a brand new, fresh Vortec. Uh, supercharger, I think it's going to be a little bit easier to tune. It, it, I'm telling you, it, 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 it ran like a rape ape this morning. So that it's, it, it was fast. I'm, oh, it, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give the analogy of, uh, guys owning cars is like, uh, not being able to play golf and going to the bat, going to the driving range and hitting a 300 yard, uh, you know, shot right down the middle of the course. Yeah. Um, I, I hear you complaining, bitching and moaning, and I do the same thing. But then tomorrow you'll still be driving that car. Oh yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, we're gluttons for punishment. I'm telling you, I came in around eleven or twelve in the middle of the day on Sunday, and uh, uh, I was supposed to meet up with friends. So I was like, I'm not doing it. It's like I got, I got, I'm on a, I'm on a roll here. I'm just going to keep going. And uh, and I started working. I, I wrapped up about eleven, eleven thirty at night, but I finished everything. And then uh, uh, my friends at uh, a Turner Motorsport, they the BMW tuners, they sent me the oil catch can. And I'll tell you why this, why I feel like this is important. The oil catch can goes on your PCV, right? And you know, you usually have that PCV, and it goes to your intake, and it kind of does this fine mist. It it it's an emissions thing, and it kind of blows. Uh, uh, a, a little bit of excess oil and, and stuff that's that's heating up in your motor through your intake system and, and blah, blah, blah. It's relieving crankcase pressure, crankcase pressure and stuff like that. So I get it. But when you put the oil catch can in that system, it catches all of the oil. It doesn't blow any oil into my – now, when I have the supercharger on the car, aftermarket, which means the hose from the PCV would go to near the air filter, which means it would spray this oil from the engine into the supercharger, into my air-to-water intercooler manifold, and then into my engine. Now, oil in your intake can kill octane. Already – crappy for your engine, but more so when you're running turbos and superchargers and you're relying on, you know, the 91 or 93 octane that you can get. Out here in California, we've got shit 91 octane. 
So if I'm misting this oil in there and I'm eating any of my octane, that's a disaster and it's going to make it hard to tune So uh, or make it dangerous as well. It could ping or whatever. So uh, putting that catch can on there was part of the system. I made sure I put that on before I fired it up with the new supercharger. Um, so so completely clean, new, fresh system. So um, that's something to think about as well. You know, uh, all right, so – let me tell you guys about Dodge as you're rolling around in your, in your Hellcat. You must have stopped somewhere, Bill, because I don't hear the supercharger anymore. Yeah, well, I'm multitasking. I'm a father. I'm <laughs> buying shoes for my son as I do my podcast and drop my car off. Oh, uh, I thought you were heading to the gym. You're going to kick the bag and try to break a toe. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, no I wouldn't do that at all. No. That. That's hey, out. Can, I just, can I just mention one word that will uh, spur the next conversation? Yeah. Goodwood. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're going to get into that for one second. Join the Brotherhood of Muscle at the Dodge 4th of July sales event. Get behind the wheel of a Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger and show the summer what you're made of. Hurry in today to the Dodge 4th of July sales event and get a great deal on the hottest rides of the summer. Check out this lineup. The Dodge Charger. Maximize your mileage and power with up to 300 horsepower while getting 30 miles per gallon. The Dodge Challenger. Now the rush of opening it up on the highway doesn't have to come at a cost. It's the most affordable V8 in its class. The Dodge Journey. The Dodge Journey. It gives you the most powerful all-wheel drive in its class without compromising the three rows of space to fuel your adventures. And the Dodge Durango, when spring showers hit, the all-wheel drive availability with, in the most powerful SUV will give you 100% control when drifting around every corner in your Durango. Uh, join the Brotherhood of Muscle at the Dodge 4th of July sales event and get a great deal. All right, Goodwood. Oh man, this is going to be fantastic. Um, I can I can spill the beans on this now. Um, uh, Corolla and I are filming uh, a handful of videos. We're doing a five part video series for Motor Trend on Demand, and we're doing a handful of videos for the Vero Social Media, new startup social media. Um, but so the Motor Trend guys reached out to me and they said, hey, we want you to do some videos at Goodwood. We want you to reach out to your buddies. We want the cool behind-the-scenes stuff that nobody else can get access to. Uh, so my first call was to you, Bill, and I was like, hey, what are you doing? And uh, you told me about the truck you're driving. I was like, can we roll cameras? What can we do? Can we come by and say hi? And uh, uh, I'm hoping yes. Absolutely, my brother. No question." Um, no question. Those guys are uh, are uh, in the same business we are. So uh, you're 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 part of the uh, Skinner family. That's right. You're driving Mike Skinner's NASCAR truck. Is that right? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. It's going to be nuts. Remind me to to reach out. I got to connect. Uh, you got to connect me with those guys so we can set up our our our, our camera needs. Um, Absolutely. Um, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, we shipped out the Porsche 935. It was in customs hell for a week out here. They wouldn't ship it because they didn't think Adam owned it. I'm like, it's a race car. It doesn't have a VIN number. It, there's, a, there's a serial number. And and they're like, we just want to make sure it's not stolen. I was like, just Google Paul Newman Porsche. Like, what, what, you know, what, how many of these things do you think there are? I said, by the way, it's a return trip. If we were going to steal it, wouldn't we get a one-way ticket? 
And they're like, well, that's a good point. We're like, well, it's coming home in a week. Jeez. So they gave us all kinds of static over there, but, uh, but we're doing it. And, um, uh, so, you know, Lord March, who runs the Goodwood estate, he, uh, he got promoted. He's the Duke of Richmond. You've heard me say this before. He's Charles Richmond. You have to change your name when you get a promotion. That's the kind of job I want that when I get promoted, I have to change my name because the promotion is so significant. Well, uh, uh, he uh, he sent over an invitation. He's like, hey, what are you doing on Friday for lunch? I'm like, whatever you want. He's like, come over to the castle and have lunch with me. And uh, I said, fantastic. Can I bring a cameraman? So we might get a little bit of that uh, uh, on <laughs> on camera as well. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be an epic event. Um, I'm hoping for no rain. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, did did you talk don't say to Skinner? That word. Don't say that word, please. We we didn't get a bit of it last year. Thank God. And uh, I think it was because we didn't mention the word a number of times going up. Okay, so did but, they you know, bring, let's say, all season tires? Did they bring uh, fair weather tires just as a backup? Not necessarily, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? It's funny because we, um, on the 935, we just, you know, we're like, look, it's not a race. It's a hill climb. It's a time trial. You want to go as fast as you can, but this isn't Porsche 935 versus 935. So we were okay with just putting the wets on the car. We just, we just shipped the car with the wets on there, with the, with the, you know, with the groove tires. And we're like, just run it with those either way. You know, like you can get a little more traction with, with the slicks, but if it's a little damp outside, you're going to want the wets anyway. So I don't know. We're just, we just, we just flipped the coin and said, let's just, it, we'll be fine with the wets either way. You know. It's definitely better safe than sorry, and if you have one set to take, I would probably go for that. Um, you know, it's it's a toss up. I mean, the weather you can't predict it. It was it was uh, they were calling for rain the entire trip last year, and we got I, I think uh, a little bit of a sprinkle one morning. That was it. So yeah, you know when we went crossed, and and you know what I I packed more more rain gear. Than I ever have on a trip my entire life, and this year I'm not going to bring any of it, and I'm sure it'll rain. Oh well, better safe than sorry. Did you say that? Bring your wets. <laughs> bring your wets. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to wrap up real quick, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to remind you. I remind you guys about JB Weld. is a proud new sponsor of the Castrol Car Cast. JB Weld is the epoxy adhesive brand both pros and DI experienced DIYers have trusted for 50 years. It's America's favorite epoxy adhesive. If you have a big or small project in your home, garage, workshop, or craft room, and you need a strong, dependable, permanent adhesive, uh, something something strong, uh, try JB Weld Epoxy. It's easy to use. The JB Weld Epoxy products are proudly made in the U.S. They have a wide variety of epoxy, superglue, and silicone products for repairing or constructing plastics, wood, metal, and most other services. I use this stuff for sure. The JB Weld can be found at retailers everywhere, including Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, O'Reilly, Advanced Auto Parts, Walmart, and Amazon. A little pro tip, go to CarCast Show, click on the Amazon banner, and uh, you can buy JB Weld, and we get a little something-something, and it doesn't cost you any extra. So uh, we've tried their products, and we recommend JB Weld as well. You can find them where other adhesives and glues glues are found in-store and online. JB Weld, the world's strongest bond. 
all right. So the guys are going to be coming in here <clears throat> for another podcast. So we're going to run out of time. We're going to cut it a few minutes short. Uh, Bill, uh, thank you so much. I think we're going to try to get one more show in the can before we leave, uh, maybe via phone or something. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, I'm heading out next Wednesday, going to Goodwood, and uh, and I'm going to take a little break, and I'm going to – I'm going to cruise on over to um, to Rome for a day, and then I'm going to go to Sicily, and our very dear friend Courtney Hansen's getting married, so I'm going to go to her wedding. Congratulations, <laughs> Courtney. And you know what? Um, sounds like a great time, dude. Sounds like an unbelievable time. So. All right, guys. So uh, uh, follow along. We're going to do lots of social media posts from Goodwood. Again, it's going to be about a week from now. You can follow me at Motorator. You can follow Goldberg at Goldberg and Goldberg garage on twitter and goldberg 95 and goldberg's garage on instagram uh sounds good man um uh, for matt and and bill uh, until next time keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel you got it goldberg out